Blog Talk Radio. This episode is brought to you by the Brain Injury Association of America. The BIAA's mission is to advance awareness, research, treatment, education, and to improve the quality of life for all people affected by brain injury. They are dedicated to increasing access to quality health care and raising awareness and understanding of brain injury. You can learn more about them at BIAA.org. The opinions stated in this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of the Brain Injury Association. Hello, everyone. I'm Amy Zalmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury one podcast at a time. Those of you who may not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council. I also recently released my first book, Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal. You can learn more about me at facesoftbi.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. Today we are talking with Sean Blodgett, and we're going to talk about his journey after receiving multiple concussions over a short period of time. Sean specializes in relaxation and de-stressing therapy, as well as working with individuals with chronic, hard-to-resolve issues. He has completed extensive training in esogetics holistic medicine and Kirlian energy emission analysis, completed various levels of training in body talk access, Access Consciousness, Complex Homeopathy, Homeopathy in Ayurvedic Medicine. Additionally, Sean is a regular guest speaker on the topic of isogetic color puncture at Anoka Ramsey Community College for the Nursing and Holistic Health Degree Program. And from 2013 to 2015, he was an instructor at Normandale College teaching classes on holistic health and wellness. In 2014, he was invited and held workshops for the state of Minnesota's Department of Administration on the topic of natural stress release for the busy professional during their stress quest. So, Sean, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm very much looking forward to chatting with you today. And, um, really just kind of diving into how does somebody who himself is a healer um, help himself heal after receiving multiple concussions. So, Sean, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background uh, about what you do? Okay. Well, um, I've been in the holistic health profession now for about eight years. Um, I started out my journey in esogetics holistic medicine, specializing in color puncture, Um, And then just started taking more and more classes and learning more and more things and found that I really enjoyed working with the busy professional that has a lot of stress in their life and needed simple, easy ways to titrate that stress out of their body so this way they could continue uh, being CEOs for companies and being salespeople and all that kind of stuff without going bonkers. Um, And then it was back in, uh, I want to say like 2011, 2012, um, I started having my car accidents. And uh, 
thankfully, I had a lot of tools available to myself to start actually working on that um, from a natural means. Because from my understanding, um, the allopathic system doesn't really have a lot of tools in its belt to help uh, brain injuries and concussions and TBI and all that kind of stuff. Um, pretty much what I was told is, well, just rest and relax. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not acceptable to me because I have to run my company and I have clients that depend on me. So, Right. So why don't you elaborate a little bit more on what you just said about how our system doesn't have the ability um, to treat a TBI? Yeah, so from um, the little bit that I understand in the allopathic side is um, they don't really know a lot about the brain. They, they're they learning more and more as time goes on, but from the allopathic system, they're like, here, take this particular drug, this will help. Um, and um, from my standpoint, I'm always like, well, how can I get the body to heal itself? How can I get it to repair and do what it's supposed to do, and that's be its optimal machine. Um, and it was very hard for me because when I had my concussion for my second accident, um, it was very hard for me to think, and which was tough because I'm like, okay, I know I have all yes. these tools <laughs> available to me, but I'm like, where do I start? And it gave me a really, really good opportunity then to really start looking at um, – what I had available to me and start being able to apply those therapies to myself to get myself back into uh, into a healthy state. So why don't we kind of back up just a step and how many concussions did you have? You, you said you had multiple car accidents over like a one or two year period of time. Um, yep. So why don't you just, so, just give us a little background on that. Yep. So my first car accident, uh, I'm just, I forgot to pull this up. <laughs> so uh, where did I put that? Because I actually have it all typed out in the dates and everything like that. So, but basically my first car accident, I want to say was on November 30th. Um, and then um, that one, I was just going through an intersection and this lady she stopped at the red light, decided that she wanted to turn right um, on the red, and slammed right into me while I was crossing through the intersection, and I had the green light. Now, that one wasn't too bad. Uh, it kind of twisted my spine, and I started seeing a chiropractor, and we started getting that stuff out, no problem. And then about two weeks later, I want to say that was on December 16th, um, I just got done with a chiropractic and a massage appointment, and I was heading to uh, one of the stores here in the Twin Cities to go pick up Tramiel, because uh, that's really good for like nerve pain and after accidents and all that kind of stuff, and was going there, and I was at a yield sign, and the person behind me thought I was going to go um, and slammed right into the back of me. And that's actually when I had my very first concussion. Um, and I felt the back of my head snap. Um, and then the front of my brain hit the inside of my skull. And I pull over to the side of the road. I feel like I'm going to puke. And I'm like just 
kind of twitching all over the place. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just like completely distraught. I call my partner and he comes and picks me up and um, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just need some Tramiel. And, you know, I said I was doing <laughs> fairly decent at this time. And I walk into the grocery store to go get this Tramiel and everybody's just kind of looking at me and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just need some Tramiel. <laughs> and get out of the store, get home. And, um, and I was just extremely tired and all this kind of stuff. Saw the chiropractor again the next day, come to find out that I had some type of concussion, brain injury type thing going on. Um, noticed that um, I would try to move in one direction, like my arm in one direction, and it didn't want to go exactly how I planned on it going, or like my um, gait was all off, and it was just very, very weird. And then about two weeks after that accident, I have a third car accident. Um, and so at this point, I'm in a neck brace going to a massage appointment, um, and I'm exiting to get onto Highway 94, and one of the brand new tires that I just had put on my car like about two or three days before this imploded, and I lose control of the car. This is the front driver's side tire, um, and I start whipping around 360 degrees because this is in the middle of a snowstorm, and somehow got control of my car and slammed right into a guardrail. And then the car ends up facing traffic, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Now, thankfully, a uh, tow truck driver, he pulls over to the side of the road. He's like, hey, uh, I'll block off traffic so you can get your car turned around, and there's a gas station right up there. And I get out of the car, and he's just looking at me like, oh, my God, because <laughs> I'm already in the neck brace and everything like that. And I look down, and the tires imploded. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I call the insurance company, and I'm like, yeah, I just had another car accident. I think I need a tow truck. And they're like, there's nothing we can do to help you. And I'm just like, that's the worst thing that you want to hear after having a car accident, let alone yeah. multiple car accidents. And you're, you know, not feeling your greatest. And you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And they're like, yeah, you got to figure all this out on your own. And we're not going to help you and all that kind of stuff. And so somehow get the car home. Andre came and picked me up and we take the car home and I ended up sleeping some more and called the massage person. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make it in. I had another car accident. And cool. at what so, point do you just not get back in the car ever again? Well, <laughs> you know, oh and that, that, yeah, a lot of my friends were, you know, kind of joking. And, you know, I do a lot of stuff in the energy work community and the metaphysical community and everything like that. And all these people are like, you must be cursed or you must be working through some karma or you have some bad juju around you or something. And I'm just like, that's actually one of the worst things to hear. Cause I'm like, no, yeah. I'm a, I'm a really good person and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, but then I'm like, well, did I do something wrong? And, you know, am I being punished by the universe? And, you know, cause I had so many all back to back to back. And then it was probably about 10 months after my last car accident, I had another car accident. I was in uptown and this lady, um, slammed right into the front of my car. 
And I'm just like, oh, my God. And that there re-aggravated all of the previous Yes. Because yeah. it twitched out the C1 Atlas joint, and that's where um, it popped in the second car accident. So that triggered the memory of that second car accident and the concussion and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. And um, so everything just kind of spiraled together. Now, thankfully, eventually I, I went to a Vedic astrologer. Um, and this Vedic astrologer, he's like, wow, yeah, you've had a lot of car accidents. He's like, um, I can see that, that you had some stuff going on during this particular period. He's like, did you know that you're in what's called the Satsati? And the Satsati in Western astrology is called the Saturn return. And it was my second Saturn return in my life. And in Ayurvedic medicine, they call it the feared seven and a half years. Um, in the tarot, it would almost be kind of like the tower card. And everything kind of collapses. Your life goes to hell in a handbasket, and um, you're lucky to come out the other side. <laughs> so that's actually what I was going through. And once I found that out, that it it was something, you know, that was kind of predestined for me to experience, um, to help me along my particular life path, then it helped to empower me and know that, okay, yeah. this is something that I planned on. And seeing that I knew that it was something that I planned on before even coming into this life, that I could actually heal through this. I could, you know, before before all of this, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to, you know, try to get back to where I was. But Everybody was saying, yeah, you're going to be depressed. Yeah, your life is going to suck. Yeah, all this kind of stuff is going to be really crappy. And I'm just like, I don't accept that. And right. But at the same time, when you keep hearing that, it's like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> you know, am I actually going to make it through this? <laughs> so, right. Um, and then and, finding out you know, that. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to say, you know, that's like with me and my accident when I fell. Um, I, I had just turned a corner in my life where things were finally starting to pick back up because I'd gone through some really crummy stuff. And then I fell, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the hell, you know? And I knew in that moment that it happened for a reason, but I it took me a year to figure out what that reason was. And right. that reason ended up being, you know, that I meant to carry this message and help other people going through TBI and help educate the masses on what it is, um, you know, and doing this podcast. And so, you know, it is, it's like everything does kind of happen for a reason. And I know some people really hate that statement, but I really believe in it. And, you know, you were meant to go through this and, you know, it's as sucky as it is there's a reason and you're meant to help other people because of your experience, especially right. in your healing work. You've experienced right. it. So now you can help other people with it. Um, so, you know, as sucky as it can be at the time, it's just like once you get through that part of it and you make that realization, it's just kind of like, Oh, okay. I, I can get through this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah and, now looking back at this, I mean, for me, it was a really awesome opportunity to be able to go through this because it is such a traumatic thing. And there's so much stigma, particularly in the holistic health and wellness and metaphysical communities that 
um, around accidents and stuff like that. And it's like, if I wouldn't have went through this, um, there are so many little nuances that you're never really taught in different classes and all that kind of stuff of how to heal from this. Because one of the biggest things that I found out is, yeah, even though my brain was a little bit on the fritz and stuff like that, and um, my memory was uh, kind of uh, having an issue at that time, um, that there was all this other stuff that was going on in my body because of the traumatic incident and how all of that kind of spiraled together and bound together. Mm-hmm. And like uh, last year uh, with all the weather changes, I mean, a weather change would come up and I would start getting these pains in my neck, which would trigger oh, gosh, yeah. the traumatic events from the accidents and then, I would have to work through that. And if I wouldn't have went through this experience, I wouldn't have had that deep understanding and sympathy for what a person goes through when they have an accident like this. Yeah. And I think that's you know, so needed. Speaking about that, my cranial sacral therapist, um, when I had that cranial sacral work done, he explained to me how our bodies carry emotional trauma. And mm-hmm. so in your accident, like for me, I fell and I landed on the back of my head and the fall was so quick. Like, I don't really even remember actually falling, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Like, but your body remembers every second of that fall. And so right. you have this emotional trauma, like at a subconscious level, you remember every bit of it. Same with like a car mm-hmm. accident or any other way that you could hurt yourself. And that emotional trauma, you know, that's what kind of triggers PTSD and that kind of stuff. And right. that's, that's almost harder to work through than the physical component of it sometimes. Right. Well, and the the physical component, I mean, you always have to start with the physical component and start working from the bottom yeah. up. Because... Um, when you start to try to shift that emotional trauma, the physical body is going to bear the brunt of that burden um, and kind of go through that a little bit. But if you're able to actually strengthen the body a little bit, then you can actually start titrating out that emotional trauma much more efficiently. And then when you start titrating that out, you're able to start reorganizing the information flow around that traumatic experience. So this way, then the person can start seeing it from a different perspective or a different point of view. And then when they start doing that, then they can actually start, actually, from my experience, start actually healing from it and start moving um, past it and gaining the the knowledge that they needed to from that particular incident. Mm-hmm. You know, with me, um, when I would go to the chiropractor after my accident, laying on my back, and so I I hit the left side of my head, and so whenever he would Mm -hmm. turn my head to the left, it just, I just, my whole body tensed up, and it just freaked me out. I knew he wasn't going to hurt me. I knew, you know, like, and he he was very well aware of what was happening to me, but it was, so Mm -hmm. he actually started adjusting me sitting up, um, so Mm -hmm. it didn't trigger it quite as quite as deeply it's still triggered a little bit but not as bad um and i noticed right. you know every month that gets better and better but it's just like oh man like that stuff is just it's 
just unbelievable what your body and your mind and how they connect and how that how that even like happens with that emotional trauma. Yeah. So, Sean, share with us a little bit about what you did in your healing process. Um, what are some of the therapies you did with yourself to, to recover from your concussions? Yeah. Well, obviously, at first, I started working with a chiropractor. And I've actually worked with, I, I think now, six different chiropractors, um, all of them specializing in different aspects of the spine or how to adjust it and stuff like that. I've also worked with cranial sacral and myofascial release practitioners. Um, I've also um, done a lot of the color puncture and acidetics medicine work um, to help get the lymph system to move and to help heal the trauma of the spine and also to help uh, with the brain specifically, because in color puncture, we have these fantastic brain rhythm therapies that help to remind the body um, what a correct brain rhythm is supposed to be. Um, and so those have been very, very powerful for me. Um, and then also in Ayurvedic medicine, um, worked because after my accidents, I mean, there were so many traumas all at once that. In Ayurveda, it basically threw off my vata, um, dosha, and so I was having the nerve pain, muscle spasms, twitching, fleeting thoughts, um, all the classic symptoms of uh, a vata derangement. And so um, I learned about things, uh, and this is actually before I started studying Ayurveda, um, I went to an Ayurvedic practitioner and she had recommended uh, ashwagandha. Uh, which is the most masculine herb in Ayurvedic medicine, and it translates from Sanskrit to English as being to bestow the strength of the horse. And it helps a person become stronger again, um, but also it's fantastic for nerve pain. And so that was something that I started incorporating into my life. And then I started learning more about Ayurvedic medicine and started changing my diet to pacify the vata dosha and bringing that down. So I started doing things like abhyanga. Abhyanga is the self-oil massage uh, before you take a shower. So basically the oil massage, you put this oil, and it can be either sesame oil or um, a specific medicated oil specifically for your dosha. I use specifically the ashwagandha bala oil. Um, and you rub this into your body. Um, and it's basically just this nice massage that you do um, every day. Uh, and it reminds, it basically it gives you the opportunity to show your entire body love while you're giving yourself a massage. And then you go and take a nice shower and you're continuing to rub this in and almost all of the oil actually soaks right into the skin. Um, and so that also helped to helped me to get stronger. It helped me to feel more grounded. Um, it helped me to feel more mobile. It also gave me an opportunity to tune more into my body and see what was going on on the physical side. Like, did I have this pain here? Okay. Uh, should I massage that a little bit more? Stuff like that. Um, and then also I saw a, a classic homeopath, uh, and she had recommended a specific homeopathic remedy for me um, to help with the C1 joints, and that was phenomenal. Um, 
And then also right after the car accidents, I started using Tramiel um, because that's great for traumatic injuries right afterwards. And so for me, um, the strongest um, pain reliever that I ended up having to take was on occasion doing just one pill of ibuprofen every couple of days. Um, and that's when, you know, I, I didn't have an opportunity to take the, uh, the homeopathic remedies and stuff like that, or the different herbal remedies, or like if there was a weather change, I would have to take the ibuprofen. Um, and then eventually I ended up having to, uh, cause the nerve pain was getting a little bit stronger. Um, and so then I started adding in hypericum, um, at 30 C, um, into my regimen, uh, cause that's really good for one depression, but also two that nerve pain. So, um, so those are a lot of what I did probably like for the first two years. And, uh, when shortly after my set of three car accidents, I was actually seeing a chiropractor twice a week. Uh, and then also mm-hmm. seeing a massage or cranial sacral practitioner at least once a week. And that went on for, I want to say, about a year and a half, which was very, very tough because I'm also trying to see clients and run my business at the same time. <laughs> right. I feel your pain on that. <laughs> yeah. And now how many years out are you from your your last accident? My last accident, I want to say it's been about three years now, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was in 2013. It might have been 2012, my last car accident. So. What, you don't remember? <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Damn memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said something when you were talking about, you know, using your oils and to love your body. And Mm -hmm. that really struck me because just to love your body, love yourself, because I think so many survivors get really frustrated and, you know, you're in so much, you're in physical pain, you're in emotional pain. Um, You know, sometimes people withdraw from you. They don't know how to act around you. They say stupid things to you. Um, And sometimes it's hard to remember to love yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. that loving yourself is so incredibly powerful in any any form of recovery um yeah and i just i i really i'm i'm glad that you said that because that's a really important piece i think in the healing process just yeah accepting where you're at yeah and what i found in that is that by honoring your body and basically saying thank you for your body for helping to protect you even though it's not doing the greatest yeah, and having gratitude towards it and honoring it as the vessel that it is, and it starts to want to do better for you, and it just helps to fill you with more light and a hope for the future that things will get better, and they are getting better. Yes, yes, so powerful. Um, yeah. Just, uh, you know, like I look at my accident, it very, very easily could have killed me. You know, if I, yeah. my doctors have told me, you know, had you landed an inch this way or that way, you could have not even gotten back up. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. My, my skull did its job. <laughs> right. Um, and it could have been, it could have been so much worse. So, you know, just being yeah. grateful that your body did, did, did its job and that your body, um, 
you know, that you are still living and breathing. That's so, so that's so powerful. Um, well, Sean, we're yeah. down to just the last couple minutes here. Um, is there anything you didn't touch on um, that, you, that you want to talk about or anything that you want to reiterate? Um, wisdom? Not within the time period. <laughs> I could probably talk about this for hours or know, days. Right? <laughs> um, but thank you so much for having me on and letting me share my story with your listeners. It's very appreciated. Thank you. And thank you for yes, everything that I, you and do. And thank you for coming. Yes. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. You know, I just, um, when I fell, you know, I was originally told I had a severe concussion. It wasn't until months later that, you know, it, it the term traumatic brain injury came into play. And I'd never even heard that term before. And so just really making the general public aware that a concussion is a pretty serious thing. I mean, a concussion mm-hmm. is a brain injury and, right. you know, just bringing that awareness out into the world and, you know, your first car accident, you probably did have a small concussion and just didn't even know it. And then each, each additional impact just, you know, compounded what was already going on with oh, you. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So thank you so much, Sean, for being here. I really appreciate yeah. it. And I will get this podcast up on the website and you can find out more about Sean there And I just thank you all for taking the time to listen today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to visit facesoftbi.com to listen to previous podcasts and see some of our upcoming topics. And I hope that you'll join me again on Friday as I chat with Emily Fiocchi as we discuss how physical therapists use yoga to help in recovery. So again, I hope that you'll join me again next time. Thank you all for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey. Thank you everyone and have a great day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.